Blog Talk Radio.
been taken to the hospital uh, originally with uh, uh, congestive heart failure. Once there, they tested him and found out he's positive for the coronavirus. So Dr. Chris won't be joining us tonight, but we sure as hell hope that he's going to be joining us in the very near future. Um, Chris and I have been friends, golf partners, and, and uh, for over 60 years, and uh, he's, a, he's a tremendous asset to the program and a tremendous asset to life itself. Uh, he never met a man that he didn't like, man or woman he didn't like. He never, ever, in all the time I've known him, uh, turned a patient away because they couldn't afford it. And many, many people uh, still owe Chris for work that was done 20 years ago, and he's never asked them for it. So uh, he is a, he's a guy who, who walks on water as far as I'm concerned. So with that out of the way, uh, we have uh, our multitasking. Um, Bob is with us. Uh, he has a guest with him this evening. That we hope we're going to be able to talk to, and we have the ever ever effervescent uh, Zito's with us. Um, Z, let me ask you something. The, tonight's a very big night for fights. You got uh, two going off. Uh, Joshua got his fight with Bulev. So let's ask about that one first. What's your thoughts? Well, um, I, I came in late, and and uh, by the way, I just want to say hello, everyone, and. Uh, all prayers and you know best wishes for Dr. Chris. This, this is a hard time that everyone's going through, and I just want to wish you know Dr. Chris, his wife, his family, you know his children, all the best. Um, but man, um, with that said, I, I was uh, I came in late and I tried to watch Joshua and Pula before the show, and I just had my cell phone, so I couldn't really. Uh, so I, I, I you know right before the show, I just caught up until maybe round five. And uh, I, I still don't know how it ended, but uh, from what I've seen, I, I figured that uh, Joshua knocked him out. i seen something on YouTube said something. Uh, it was full fight, and then they said KO. They didn't say who. And, you know, to be honest, I mean, Joshua, I like Joshua, but maybe he got in. Maybe, it's, you know, Pulev, he's a big guy. He caught him with the punch. But from the looks of it, he knocked Pulev down before, and um, Pulev, I mean, it looked like it was just going to go downhill for Pulev. With that said, it was, I watched five rounds of fighting where rarely anybody went and changed levels to hit the body. Joshua did a few times, Pulev did a few times with the jab. But I saw I saw guys fighting on one level, heads not mm-hmm. moving a whole lot. They're just fighting on one level, saying like if the other guy, you know, if his fist moves, maybe your head will move. Most of the time, too late, or it just you know if you're throwing punches at a distance. But it, it looked a little weird to me. It looked, and I'm gonna be totally honest. Looks like rock'em sock'em robot. And I don't, you know, and I know these guys that, like, I've seen Joshua go to the body or, you know, certain fighters when he got close to him. I've seen Joshua fight inside. Mm-hmm. But it's funny to watch Pulev and Joshua both a little cautious about what they want to get hit by. Both mm-hmm. a little, they, they, they were cautious about what, what they wanted to get hit by. And therefore, you don't see, like, I didn't see faints. A whole lot of things. I didn't see a whole lot of intricacies to boxing mm-hmm. or or the fighting, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And that was a little not weird to me, just a little just not disturbing either. It, it was just a little off to me because I'm like, all right, Pulev, although he's a seasoned guy, I, I mean, I, I know he fights this same way. He fights mm-hmm. like a tall guy, and. Joshua is two inches taller than me. Mm-hmm. And Pulev is fighting to Joshua's height, not successful. But Joshua also has opportunities to do more damage. And as I said, that, it's funny to see boxers not exploit certain opportunities, especially when they're in the main event and they're on a certain level. I expect, mm-hmm. you know, 
you throw something and then throw a left hook to the body that's open, especially when the guy has high guard. I seen both guys. I seen Joshua is more or less, well, was more or less moving his feet back and keeping his distance. But Pulev, he 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 threw a good jab to get inside, and then he would club. He he he'd just club up top to the head, and. I, like as I say, I mean you have to diversify your game to a certain extent. Even Joshua, Joshua, he threw a good uppercut in in wobble pull Um His punch diversity is good, mm-hmm. but it's not. I mean, I mean he has a good punch arsenal. He could throw every punch in the book: uppercuts, hooks, uh, straight punches. But as far as diversity, you need to you know that. I mean, there's a whole section of the body that's not getting dealt with, and you you deal with a guy good enough, then they're not gonna um, allow you to hit the head. Mm-hmm. So I mean that that's what I observed during that fight, and I still yeah, okay, Josh, I still don't know who won. Yeah, I just I just got the the results. Anthony Joshua retained his uh, IBF, WBA, Super, uh, and WBO titles by knocking out uh, Kubat. Pulev in the ninth round. That was the way it was going. That that was exactly the way it was going. You nailed it right on the on the nose there. uh, Mm -hmm. All right, let's uh, let's try uh, Mr. uh, Mr. Bob, the entertainer tonight. Um, How about uh, John Allen and uh, uh, Roman? um, Was it Dolich? The Vegas sixteen fight. Uh-oh. Do we lose Bob? You don't ever lose Bob. Yeah. Sorry, I had it on mute. I'm sorry, I'm multitasking. Uh. <laughs> uh, we don't ever lose Bob. <laughs> I got, I got, I got a house full of people. I'm trying to order the UFC. I'm listening. God bless and, and Doctor Chris and everyone. Put your mask on or I'll punch you in the mouth. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I'm a redneck. I got a goatee and I chew tobacco. Like the, the mask is the worst thing for me on the planet, and I still wear it. All right, all right. Any red boy sick? Everybody around you better wear it, or they're going to be uh, they're going to be uh, slurping steak. They're going to be sipping yeah, steak out of yeah. a straw. All you people out there with your mask on, your nose is hanging out. Like I see you. Like I'm gonna, I come over. You get, you get mad at me, right? Because I, I gotta teach you. You know what I mean? I pull it up over your nose too. Don't get mad at me. Just keep wearing your car, dude. Like that's, that's where you're safe. Is just stay in your car. Thank goodness you're not making them, not just letting their nose stay over with blood dripping all over their mask. Goodness yeah. me. You, know, you see people wearing a mask with their nose to hang out. You just go up and pinch their nose. You know what I mean? Like, just breathe yeah. through your mouth. You know? Maybe <laughs> a man like 6'2", 280, bald head with a goatee. Like, hey, you got to get away from me. It's a hate crime. No, no. No, no. <laughs> you you got to be caught up. Your parents did a horrible job. <laughs> not, a, not a hate crime It's a health crime It's a health it's crime a health. I'm, I'm here to help you I'm on your side Trust me right. You might not like my approach But I'm on your side <laughs> Alright Can you bring us up to date On uh, uh, Vegas 16 So much going on With UFC right now um, So Vegas 16 Yeah um, So that was uh, uh, Alan was the, the main event um, good show. Um, but he uh, with, with the win, he got revoked because he's on uh, performance enhancing drugs. And again, trying to get the edge, I had to ask my wife because she's way smarter than me what what the hell that stuff was. Cause I never messed with that. But apparently, it's it's some mm. sort of injection to help you come off of steroids or something. Um, oh. So. So yeah, so he got he got that overturned uh, main event, um, and so you know yeah yeah guys out there I mean I get it like I'm a pro athlete steroids help you heal but you gotta you gotta run it through you know what I mean if you want to be uh-huh. a goat you know you, you can't be a superficial goat you know we're not uh-uh. we're not Marvel characters we don't need super <laughs> you know 
Um, you go out there and you be the baddest man you can natural, you know. And if you need to take supplements to be better than the next man, well then you gotta go home and sleep with yourself at that, you know, at night. So that's on you, you know. Um, but yeah, so I mean it's unfortunate to see someone put on uh, such a good, you know, show. He won by decision, but they revoked it from him uh last week mm. because of the the peds. Mm-hmm. Okay. Steve, what do you think uh, uh, we got Joe Joyce and uh, Alexander uh, Uslik, uh coming up? Uh, what's your thoughts on that one? Um, what are you talking about? The uh, heavyweight uh, Alexander Usyk. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Um, well, uh, I don't know what's coming up for him. I haven't heard any news of what's coming up for him. But I mean, he's, like, he's got a he's got a fight with uh, Joe Joyce coming up. Um, I think it's the ninth oh, they, next weekend. They, they, they made they made that fight. Yeah. Oh, oh Lord of mercy. Um, <laughs> Joe, jo- <laughs> um, Joe Joyce is a big guy, and he did like against Daniel Dubois. He actually he he brought he brought the uh he brought the train downhill on Daniel Dubois. Daniel Dubois, he's a he's a skillful guy, not as big as Joe Joyce, and his tank just got worn out just working against that bigger guy. So Joe Joyce, he looked good in the fight. He didn't uh he didn't look he looked better. He looked better than his previous fights, and against an opponent that he couldn't look bad against. But he actually he looked pretty good. Now you're talking about Alexander Yusuf, who just beat. Uh, Derek Tesoro. Mm-hmm. You talk. He just beat another. He Jeff, Derek Tesoro is an upper level guy. He's not anywhere mm-hmm. near the level of Daniel Dubois or Joe Joyce, for that matter. Not saying that if Joe Joyce uh, saw or Daniel Dubois saw him in the ring, that I mean it'll be. Yeah, I, I'm going to pick Derek Tesoro to win, just off of experience mm-hmm. and the hardness that he's dealt with in the heavyweight division. And understand, and Bob, uh, as he, Bob can attest to this. A big guy who's been through hard things, they're not easy to beat unless you're special. Unless you're special. Unless you have special speed, special stamina, special power. A big guy who's rough and tumble and who's been through things, who's kind of seasoned, they're not, you're just not going to beat that guy on a, easily. You're not going to have an easy night with guys like that. And Joe Joyce could be a guy like that, but he's not seasoned. Derek Tesoro is, and you should beat him. Somebody messes with you in a bar? <laughs> no, I'm just you know it's that little man thing. <laughs> you know, they all come up and hey, you know, hey big guy, I'm gonna take you out. Like I don't even want to be here. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, it's not—it's not—it's not even worth the, the 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 little bit of hurt pinky you might get. But to be honest, <laughs> yeah. But to be honest, I mean, guys like that—I mean, they're hard any night. So you, when you deal with a guy who moved up, I mean, you could say he moved up from cruiserweight uh, usage, but he handled Derek Chisora, who's a viable heavyweight. Joe Joyce has yet Great. to make it to be a viable heavyweight. I mean, and I don't care, man. Once you deal with skill level, Joe Joyce could try to put size on you. Said, I see, and and really, they may match up the same size. I think Joe Joyce is they're both six four, and Usyk has the reach advantage. So, I mean, all Joe Joyce has is the weight advantage. He doesn't have the skill advantage. Doesn't have the speed advantage. Doesn't have the uh, skill advantage. So I mean, that, you we're talking about two different levels. And so they may, I mean, and I could see Eddie Hearn making that matchup just because it's a money maker. And Joe Joyce looks like he's on the roll. Um, sure. I just see him getting taken apart. I mean, even I don't see him either catching Usyk like that. Anything can happen with big guys. Don't get it twisted. But once you start dealing with certain different levels, I mean, then then. It, it, the odds weigh heavily toward the upper level, and that's what I said. I, I watched that fight because the big guy. I mean, speaking from experience, all he's got is that one knockout shot power. 
And and the smaller guy's got all that skill and technique, uh, the speed. I mean, he's gonna be slipping, ducking, weaving. He's gonna be in and out. It's gonna be look. It's gonna be looking like a hate crime. You know. I mean, he's just gonna mm-hmm. stand there and take it. You know. But if he does get mm-hmm. if he does get to connect, then, then it's a different story. I mean, you got ten pounds yeah. on somebody, and you throw mm-hmm. a good cross with your hips in it, and there's power behind it. It changed someone's day. But but three pounds. Oh, yeah, I mean, I'm, a, I'm sorry, just three pounds, just because when you deal with welterweights and somebody's weighing maybe one, when they uh, rehydrate and somebody's weighing 150 and somebody's weighing 153, those three pounds mean a whole lot. Yeah. You know, and then you got these amateur guys that are arguing because they can't make weight. They're within one pound difference. You know what I mean? Mm. Well, you know, you, you got you to gotta appreciate that. That's the whole point of it. I mean, any fighter will tell you the worst part about a fight is the weight cut. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> but you can put on that Absolutely. 10, you know, you know, 5, 8, 10, 15 pounds the next day with your water. Uh, I'm glad the UFC pulled out. Uh, you can't uh, rehydrate anymore with uh, uh, the, the banana bags. Uh, um, mm. I don't know what goes on the, on the, you know, real things. But, you know, potassium water, uh, IV kind of yeah. thing. So they took that out because then, then everyone had to stick to the weight division. Yeah, no, it's not good for you. You know, but weight makes a difference. But you know, like I'll tell anybody all day, I fought heavyweight even when at my lowest at 205, and you know, for the UFC, I was under 200 pounds. That was the first time since like fifth grade I was under 200 pounds. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> And, 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 you know, that's, that's damn hot, you know, and I always tried to fight heavyweight because you get paid more. And I, and I was the faster yeah. guy at the light. But, man, the heavyweights hit hard, you know. Mm-hmm. I had a Roman nose to prove it. My, my nose roams all over my face. The Roman nose. <laughs> hey, Bob, how about uh, you had uh, uh, Jordan Levitt? Uh, versus uh, Matt Wyman uh, last week. What's your thoughts on that one? Right, UFC as well. So I was a big fan of, of, of Wyman uh, simply because um, I have relatives with that similar last name. <laughs> I, I'm, that's bad. But anyway, great wrestler, good fighter. Um, he got knocked out and then quickly announced his retirement. So um, he was at the end of his contract. Um, and, and that's, you know, we'll get into that later, but like, there's been a lot of stuff as we talked last week, Dana's cleaning house. Like Dana's going through and cutting almost up to 60 fighters. So there's a lot of fighters that are signing on to Bellator that are retiring, uh, that are the end of their, uh-huh. you know, and we got to make decisions because again, I mean, the fighting world, like I'm not saying Thailand's got right. Cause they got they got kids at eight years old doing tie fights, all right, and that's a fact. Mm-hmm. You look that up. Uh-huh. Championship, you retired by your fifteen. But the fight uh-huh. game is a younger guy's thing. I mean, granted, uh, Tyson and Roy Jones just came out in their plus fifties and looked great. But very few people after forty look like they didn't even try. You know, I'm just be honest. I don't try. <laughs> you know, so um, um, I'm over it. I've cut too much weight. Um, I, all the all the cut, all the weight cuts that I've I've done in the past is now found. You know, I didn't lose the weight; I just misplaced it apparently. But uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> so so uh, um, yeah. So so Dana White's going through, and Wyman after his loss because he took a pretty good KO. Um, you know, he was. I don't even think he left the building before he was decided to retire. He was at the end of his contract. Oh. Um, and, and it's just it's the right thing to do because there's there's so many up and comers coming out right now. I mean, uh-huh. the UFC growth. Uh, you know, again, we said it before. I hope you know Bellator's been doing really good. A lot of guys are signing and going over to Bellator. Uh, Cyborg's over there. We'll talk about that later. But yeah, so uh-huh. so um, UFC is going through and cleaning house. So good for Matt Wyman to uh-huh. to still have a brain on him at 34, 40 years old, something like that. <laughs> Um, right in there to to know the difference, you know. And, and Bob, you're you're exactly right. Uh, I read a few articles to where they're saying the UFC is cleaning house. Uh, one article said maybe sixty fighters. They're talking about sixty, 60 fighters. fighters. Yeah. Are yeah. going. Uh, you heard yeah, that he, too? 
yeah, he yeah, committed to that in, in writing, yeah. Yeah, and, and understand, I mean, they may have uh, a total of maybe 300 fighters, 300-something oh, fighters. If, if, I mean, just just on on contract. I mean, I'm not sure. And, they, I mean, so 60 fighters is a lot. But a lot of those fighters, they're, are, they're, they're letting off a lot of money off of that contract because some of those fighters are they're bigger names. That bigger name. So now, what's happening is you're having an up and coming, as Bob just said, you're having an up and coming crop, and they you can pay them. It's literally like NFL football. You have star quarterbacks that you can pay cheaper and get rid of the uh, older quarterback. That's like just what's going on. So I mean, and they're stars. I mean, these guys coming up. I mean. I mean, some of them are, I mean, they're beating some of these guys out of the UFC, to be honest. I hate to say it. I mean, I mean, Romero lost three fights in a row. He's gone. Right. Who did he lose three fights to? And are those guys still in there? You think about it. Why not? Why, um, um, what's the English guys? You got Anasana, uh, Israel Anasanya. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, man, the English guy. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, man. Ah, oh, forget the English guy's name. The one that uh, he just lost to Well, he lost to Anasanya by head kick not too long ago. I'm I'm brain farting right now. I know what you're talking about, but, yeah, I'm brain farting too. It, it, oh, but, yeah, man. I mean, but, but, see, they've been doing this stuff like uh, – let's go back five years, okay? Five years ago, Conor McGregor was on top. And Khabib yeah. was in that weight class on the roster just waiting for his opportunity. He was grinding. They yeah. knew, they knew Khabib, would, but, but Dana's milking all of his cash cows as yeah. best as he can. And now, since he's got such a roster, he's going to clean ship and set him off out everyone else. Like, like he, but I did do a little digging, and I found out mm-hmm. in 2014 um, – mm-hmm. You know, close to when they sold the UFC for four billion that they bought for four hundred thousand. That's you know, mm-hmm. but uh, there's a lawsuit going with like fifty some odd old school fighters and and suing mm. the UFC for for back pay. So I hope that works because yeah, uh, you know, I'm not I'm not taking anything from small business owners. Uh, I, you know, I love you guys. I had a small business gym. But from a fighter standpoint in the MMA world versus boxing, and we've talked about this in the past, we don't get boxing money. We get beat up for free pretty much. And and there's only about five or ten people that ride the, you know, Rousey, Jones, McGregor. Mm-hmm. They actually make mm-hmm. money, good money from UFC. No one goes to the UFC and retires happily. You, you know, it's not like boxing. I can't go pull a Floyd Mayweather and buy a freaking country, you know, after one fight. That, that might be the truest statement I've ever heard. Randy Couture, I mean, um, Cyborg. You have, oh, man, who else? Move? I mean, you have everyone just move, even with Melo now. You have everyone just kind of, I mean, USC does, does not retire anyone happy. No, there's no lie to that. I mean, even back to Hoyt's Gracie's. And, and, no, yeah, and they're, still, they're still grinding into their fifties to try to. They're doing they're seminars 50s. to make money work. You know, if I wouldn't have got lucky and married up, like which I did, told me, um, I, like <laughs> I'd be in a gutter somewhere. You know what I mean? But that, and, yeah, and, that's and, true. Uh, that's yeah, so true, Bob. Yeah, I mean, and, and and people think, I mean, even. You, you make it to the top of the USC. Chael Sonnen has to. He 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 he's blessed because he's a shit talker. Oh, pardon my language. He's a smack talker. Chael Sonnen is a smack talker, and that's what got him on the mic. But yeah, exactly. like he, he's a guy who never. He's a but he's a guy who never won a championship. And people, you know, as much as he did, he never won a championship. But he's in a position to where he can make money in the UFC. That is rare because the, even the top fighters in the UFC don't retire rich. To where boxers, 
to it, well, and I'm gonna be honest. To a, to a certain extent, the history of boxing, the top fighters uh, in boxing that never really retired, Rich either. Like, well, unless even you know, like, Don King is your his manager. I mean, if Don King's like, your manager, you don't get nothing. But but well, like well, Bob Arum too. Yeah, Bob, yeah, man. Yeah, and, and really, I, I, let's see how Al Heyman does. But just because once you start dealing with that, everybody seems to be taking that Don King mode. Even in, in even even Dana White, all of, everything in promotion right about now seems to be in that Don King mode. Yeah, they they were entrepreneurs looking for a cash cow, and they got it, man. Because we're all all of us fighters, like. And, and, and I've come across a, a lot of young students and stuff that could barely pay uh, gym dues because mo- they got three hundred pair, three hundred dollar pair of sneakers, but they can't afford hundred bucks a month for gym dues. You know what I mean? It don't make sense. But well, yeah. um, you know, I mean, the stuff's been going on forever. You know, and and um, we don't we don't have That's that option. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Mayweather can go out and buy an island after his fight. You know, a whole country. You know, and sure. and a lot of these UFC guys, they come around and they're like, "Hey, I want to get a shot at the title. I want to get it." And they do really good, and they turn them into Amway salesmen because you got to go out there and sell your own tickets to all your friends and family. Exactly. You could be a mediocre fighter and have a big fan base versus a great fighter who's a prick and and only has like five friends. You know what I mean? You're not going anywhere. <laughs> you're, not, you're not going anywhere being an awesome fighter because you 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 don't have that fan base. You can't pull that crowd, yeah. and that's all the, the the promoters anymore are looking for is to try to make that that payday. And you get these young kids that are putting all their eggs in one basket and want and, and want to devote themselves to being a pro fighter and coming from the MMA and coming from that that standpoint. I'm like, look, stay in school. Drugs are bad. You know what I mean? Like, it just, fighting yeah. is bad. Like, just go get your degree. One of my favorite fighters, uh, buddy, um, Shane Carwin. Love him to death out of Shane. Colorado. Big Shane he was Carwin. A, yeah, he's an engineer. Then, you know, a collegiate wrestler, got into MMA, rode that roller coaster for a while, and then went back to being an engineer. Okay? So he's got a good retirement. You know, these other kids, they put all their eggs in that basket, and they end up like me, just broken. You know, surgery. I, I set off metal detectors. Like I have to wear shorts when I go to the airport. They want to know what's under my pants. You know. <laughs> hey, Z, uh, last yeah. since our last uh, last uh, show, we had Danny Garcia and Earl Spence uh, went to the uh, went to the mat. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you think of that fight? Um, that went exactly as. Ty and I predicted. Exactly. And rare, I mean, a fight's used, I mean, they usually go, like, the outcome is usually a little different. You know, sometimes it's different, but the way a fight goes is usually the way Ty and I predicted. Like, me, me and Ty, we can argue over the outcome of things, but or the way what we think the predictions are. But the way a fight goes, me and Ty tend to agree with it. And Everything lined up the way me and Ty said it was going to line up. Everything. I I scored the fight eight to four. I think two of the judges did the same thing. It was it, like I, I didn't have a problem with it. I think one of them scored seven to three, which I had no problem with. And the way the fight went, the pace of the fight, the all the going on went exactly the way I thought. Errol Spence outworked Danny Garcia at a hard pace. Errol Spence had to eat shots. <laughs> I mean, he had to eat some good shots, and he had to uh, he had to adjust. And then he had to adjust too. The only thing is, one thing I'm gonna say about Errol Spence: he came back from that accident pretty good to me. He came back from the accident pretty darn good to me. And the one thing I'm gonna say is this. He looked like he learned a little more from the uh, even from the Sean Porter fight. Um, his punch diversity has gotten like I mean because he was to me he was a one two body guy. <laughs> he was a li- he was a literal one throw your one two to the head go down to the body. And then what he what he started to do doing um, fights after you know just growing through this Danny fight, he started adjusting a little bit. 
I seen him. I seen and and uh, uh, Rozier. Uh, Rozier's uh, trainer, if I'm correct. And I heard him. I heard Rozier say, uh, "Danny's dipping to your power side," which Danny was doing, which I didn't understand. He's, um, but he's like, "Danny's dipping to your power side." Southpaw against the Orthodox said, um, "Adjust your punch lower." He said, "You're making his head go down with the jab." Don't fire your two up. He said, adjust your punch lower. Errol Spence started doing that, and he started marking Danny's face up with the jab and with the straight with the uh, adjusted left. Started marking Danny's face up. Danny, first of all, and and as I say, Ty and I said this uh, last week. You're not going to knock Danny Garcia out. You're not going to come close to that. I don't care what you hit him with. He's not a guy that, you know, some guys just don't go out. They're either too tough or too skilled or too, they're too both. Danny's both. So he adjusted to not getting hit with that. Danny Garcia just, is, he couldn't work at that same pace Earl Smith. That hard work. Earl Smith was slightly faster than Danny Garcia with the hands, but Danny had no problem finding Earl Smith with punches he wanted to hit him with. It was just when you want to hit a guy and he's not going to stop, and hitting that guy while he's not stopping is going to cause you damage. Um. My coach, well, the only person I call coach and, and Ty call coach, that's a guy I sparred with for two years. He was a professional uh, Muay Thai fighter. He, uh, you know, we had a coach on the show. Yeah. And that's a guy that you cannot stop. You know how you say don't look at your work? When, when, you, when you punch, don't look at your work? Right. I, I, I literally teach that. Don't look at your work because if you sit there and look at your work against a guy you can't stop, whoa! <laughs> then you get your head knocked off, you get your body back, and that's kind of Danny Garcia. He kind of learned that during the fight. Al mm-hmm. Spence is, he, he he was hitting Al Spence. He just couldn't stop him from doing what Al Spence wanted to do. Some certain guys will slow down, certain guys won't, mm-hmm. and. Danny is the kind of fighter who's not going to work for 12 rounds. Three minutes every round, 12 rounds. He's not going to work like that. I mean, it's rare. And Errol, what Errol did, he, he, he worked for that round. He didn't work totally inside. He didn't All right, work, there you go. He, he worked with his reach on Danny for the most part. He worked with his reach, and then he worked on the inside after Danny would commit the punches. It, it was clever with Errol, and to be honest, it was clever with Danny too. I I like I like the way the fight went. I like I like the. Hey, Bob, we got uh, Mario Fieri uh, uh, and Jack Hermanson. What, what was your thoughts on that one? Sorry, I, I didn't hear that one. Sorry, I was just throwing some five-year-old twins on on a beanbag. What happened? <laughs> hey. Get him once for me, Bob. Just so you understand, Bob is not a pedophile. (laughs) (laughs) We got a household of people in between the comments, like I'm trying to trying to stoke the fire and get the get the UFC fight on. Sorry, guys. (laughs) Kids got my way. I threw them on the beanbag, little sons of bitches. Yeah, I was talking about the uh, Vittori fight coming up uh, with Hermanson tonight. No, it's uh, next week. Oh, next week. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not on that one. I do want to bring up the cyborg thing with Bellator, though, if I can. Mm. Yeah, just getting to that. Okay. Yeah. So right so, like, I, I'm not. Yeah. Okay. So sorry about that one. But cyborg, all credit due. Okay. Um, not considering herself a goat. Uh, and for those that don't know the acronyms, uh, greatest of all time, um, and the female division now. Uh, and, and, and strictly for uh, um, a non-selfish reason, because she, you know, she wants to not think of herself as a great fighter, because that way she'll always keep training hard. Versus right. kind of like she could have sold that page to Ronda Rousey, because mm. Rousey got up there mm-hmm. at one point, put herself the goat, 
and then here come Holly home with a little kiss my ankle shit. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so, so you know, it, it, there is truth to that. Like, once you think you're the baddest, you're, 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 I, I did the same thing. I was, you know, my, 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 my early professional records, I'm six and oh, I was undefeated. Like, I, I, I like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't need to train anymore. Like, no one can beat me. And then I just got my ass handed. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so, mm-hmm, like you're yeah. talking about the last. That last boxing match, you know, about how, you know, you go out there, there's nothing worse than the feeling in the world when you go out against another man and you give him your 100% best and he's still standing. And you're like, son of a gun. Like, uh-huh. like, 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 like damn it. Like, what do I got to do? At that point, you just better have a good chin, you, you know, because it's, 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 it's war now. I mean, it's and a tank. And you know, a good yeah. tank. Yeah, because I mean, when you give someone your all and they're still standing, like it, it really questions you. You know, you're now you're at that level. You're at that level. You run across people just mm-hmm. like you that weeded people out just for not being tough, or just for not having technique, or just for not being mm-hmm. able to take a shot. So that's a scary mm-hmm. feeling, man, for any fighter. Yeah. Um, you sure. know, because I mean, we, we we all only have so many weapons to use in the ring. And when you deploy them all, and that guy's still mm. there, oh, doing the I, same thing, doing the doing same, the same thing. thing, and smiling back at you, you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, yeah, you know. I can't change anything. I can't change anything yeah, I mean, that's going on with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just holding that's on the, right there. I feel, I feel like a, that, 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 whatever those buck riders, you know, about ready to open the gate. You just got to hold on for eight more <laughs> seconds. You're just holding on. You're just trying to get through. To the saddle. Hold on to the support you know, and stop. You gotta think about that. Like what's the what's the worst job in the world is being like a rodeo commentator, like, well, what was your plan for hanging on for all eight seconds? You know what I mean? Like everyone's yeah. just, like these guys got nothing to talk about. You know? Um, but anyway, yeah, so that's a hard feeling. And then um but yeah, it it uh it, it's good that everything, you know, is rolling out the way it is, but we got to make room. And, 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 and again, you got to know when your time is up. And that's the hardest thing. Sure. I've said it before. Right. Greatest, greatest uh, killer of men over 40 is the ego, you know? Right. 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 See, the uh, WBA, uh, uh, WBO rather, gave Eddie Hearn 10 days to uh, – um, Put a match together between Billy Joe Saunders and Canelo Alvarez. <laughs> do you think that? Do you think that's gonna? He's gonna be able to make that deadline, and do you think that fight will will occur? Uh well, they have to wait for the results of Canelo against Leo Smith. That's already right. scheduled, man. so. Um, and the WB, I, I don't know exactly what, like. The stenches they hold over Canelo or Billy Joe. I, I don't imagine uh, that. Like, does Billy Joe have the WBL? I think he still does. Yeah. I, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think. Yeah, that's not. It's not. It, it's it's a false mandatory. If anything, that's a false mandatory. That's not even on. Like really, Canelo just got out of his deal with Dazzin. He's dealing with you know he. You know, he's trying to get everything on track. He has something scheduled with Liam Smith. That's that's the fight that's going to happen. Um, as far as Billy Joe Saunders, I don't, like, him and Canelo not. There's potential for them to fight. It really kind of depends on what Billy Joe does next to me. Mm-hmm. And really, I mean, if Canelo beats Liam Smith, there's a possibility he won't. I'm not, I mean, Leo Smith's not a pushover. I, I predict right. Canelo to win, um, but I mean, it's no guarantee. So we have to see what both fighters do in the future. To be honest. Okay. Hey, Bob. Uh, Anthony Joshua, uh, Johnson has uh, left uh, USC for Bellator. Is is that purely uh, for money, or was he getting bounced anyway? Anthony Rumble Johnson? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. I've, I've read that he was good. He, uh, he was going to be released anyway. And, um, I'm, I'm actually. I thought he uh, retired and then came back. Yeah, he, but, yeah, but he, even, he, even if yeah, he came, he, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. If you, even if he came, I mean, Anthony Rumble Johnson. He had tremendous, tremendous career. One of the hardest hitters in UFC history. Uh, just. Mm-hmm. One one punch power, but Anthony Rumble. I mean, he's he's older, and he retired, and he he retired. Uh, if I'm correct, for like a year. I mean, mm-hmm. a year maybe two. Mm-hmm. I, I remember him not really. Uh, and if, I mean, even if he was, he wasn't really active on the upper level, on on any level in the UFC. I don't remember him fighting in the UFC for the past two years. So yeah, Anthony Rumble Johnson. He, I don't even retired this long. If he's back at Bellator, then I mean, all power to him. But he's another guy who, when you see get older, and as Bob just said, mm-hmm. the biggest killer of men over forty is their ego. That lays in right. the course with that. Right. So I mean, I like and I loved him for what he did. But if you're mm-hmm. talking about fighting, even in Bellator uh, at a at an upper level or trying to get you know, belts and stuff, I don't know how that's mm-hmm. going to work out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, Bob, um, Conor McGregor says he's going to come back uh, <clears throat> next year and he wants to fight uh, Manny Pacquiao. Um, do you think that will happen? All right. I was on mute again. I was yelling at, at, at Ty when we were five seconds ago. I got to go back up to Anthony Rumble Johnson. So, so I agree with everything you said because Johnson's been around for a long time and, and he did a great job, but the UFC ain't paying anybody retirement money. You know what I mean? So Johnson's sitting there, you know, uh, what, 11 and four out of his 11, uh, 11 showings in the UFC. A phenomenal mm-hmm. fighter. Not getting paid. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, was, he, he was in welterweight. Now he's going to go over to, you know, again, showing the age, he's going over to uh, Bellator, and he's going to fight mm. light heavyweight and heavyweight. Uh, come on, Mm-mm. weight cuts. Stop. We all know that. Okay? It's hard cutting weight when you get older, man. And then, and then so, you know, he's only 36, but yet he's still got a bit of a career, and he needs to go try to make some money in Bellator before he hangs up his hat. Because again, right. you can't retire off UFC money. Okay, mm-hmm. so um, then going forward, um, McGregor shit talking. McGregor is using the internet to get himself paid, and 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 we've talked about that over the last year. How I wasn't a fan, but literally now that that that's that's the way to get the money. Fights is is is, is blog a bunch of stuff. Talk about your smash. Talk all some people out. Yeah, and of course Pacquiao went in on that. He saw the he saw the Mayweather money. I mean Pacquiao versus Mayweather. They could have both bought islands, but Pacquiao didn't mm-hmm. talk about his shoulder, so he got fined. So of course he wants the money. And 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 if if, if McGregor went against uh, Mayweather and they both got paid a billion dollars, whatever. Um, that's why McGregor is so hard to get back in the UFC because he's tasted that boxing money. Why go get there beat it up? Is. You know, there why is. go get beat up? You know, in your shins, in your body, in your you know all this other stuff, and have some elbows to your face when you can go put on some ten ounces and go twelve rounds for seven times the money. Okay, there's no. I would be a boxer if I could go back and do it. You know, uh, but the first boxing coach I said was said I was too old. And so I never that never panned out for him. That round to become a UFC champ, whatever, or you know, not champ, but got some belts anyway. So yeah, so McGregor calling out, um, calling out Pacquiao, of course. I mean, again, all you got to do anymore is put a bunch of smack out on the internet, and if enough people comment, Dana White's going to put it together. He'll do anything to put it together so he can line his pockets. You, you know, so mm-hmm. it could happen. It could happen. Will I buy that one? No, because I don't care about either one of them. You know, I don't mm-hmm. care about their careers. You know, uh, yeah, Mayweather, I got to tune I, in because he's a he he's a goat. He, I mean, he's smart. He he picks up uh-huh. the uh, 
uh, undercards as a, as a promoter. I mean, that guy's got more money than, I don't know. You know, he's he's got Epstein kind of money. And I'm going to throw that out there. Epstein's like Christmas lights. They don't hang themselves. So anyway. Um, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Boom. Daka laka. Tips about beer Tuesdays and Thursdays. Skip the waiters. Yeah, and, 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 and here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Pacquiao is is. I mean, he's a guy. I mean, he's looking like he's not, like. To be honest, he'll take he'll take the Conor McGregor money if it's big enough. Just just because. It's, and it's and, and, but that's. And, and to be honest, that's side that's side show money, because right now Pacquiao is still considering himself a serious boxer. When Floyd fought Conor, he was two years retired, and he wasn't boxing, you know, competitively serious. Pacquiao right now is. The thing is this: Conor McGregor isn't in his profession. He ain't. He's not doing a thing. Right no, now. he's not even a and, and, anymore. And that is really, really pissing the MMA community, you, not even the UFC community, the whole mixed martial arts community off. That, that that this guy who has absolute talent at in the UFC, if he had just concentrate on that, we could we could be seeing the goat in the UFC. To be honest, yeah. Connor, maybe he has that skill. He, I think that's on the feet. He definitely does. And if he can keep somebody from taking him down and choking him, then he has that skill. Simple as that. He's he's the goal. He's just so right now, Connor. He he is. And, and I said this before. I'm gonna say it again. He sat up there. He got in the room before he made. Whether they talked about money and everything, and they talked about how they're going through this fight and promote their, their fight, and he ended up morphing into Floyd Mayweather, to where he finds himself in demand of high payments. But he was on. And he hasn't done anything. Yeah, like to be honest, he he hasn't accomplished anything in the UFC for a few years to demand any money, and he hasn't accomplished anything in boxing to he demand nothing since the Mayweather fight. Nothing. And nothing. Nothing. Not a thing. And yet he's demanding a whole bunch of money to get back in a in a in an octagon ring or anything. The guy's not right now. He's not concentrating on fighting. He's concentrating on money making. And any and any and anybody who does that is in danger of losing their money. Right. It's the as simple as that because he's going to is knocked out some guy over a bottle of whiskey. It's some old guy. Right. You know, an old guy. That's the only yeah. thing he's done. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it, no one cares, Connor. That you want to fight whoever, no one cares. But but people will tune in because it's a crossover. It's something. If there's anything for promoters to make money on, they'll they'll sell it. But they're just looking for the internet uh, chatter. That's it. And and like I like I don't know. I'm just I'm still against it. You know. I mean, you you should be a good fighter. Um, and 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 walk the walk versus getting on the internet and just talking a bunch of trash. And then getting a fight from that aspect, you know. I was I was against the Floyd Mayweather uh, uh, Conor McGregor fight. I wasn't with that. I knew what would happen, and I felt that to be a travesty on both ends of UFC, MMA, and boxing. That you you don't mix, as I say, you don't put a tennis player in there with a basketball player to play tennis. (laughs) You don't. You don't put a football player. Yeah, yeah, you don't put a baseball player on the field and say, "Go ahead and run this route and catch this pass." Bob, what's uh, what's this, what's your thoughts on tonight's fight with Moreno? Oh, I think I think it's going to be exciting as crap. I mean, uh, uh, I, I tone mm-hmm. that down. That's that's okay. I said this in the past, and I'll say it again. As a heavyweight, I would much rather watch women fight or or lightweight fight, and these two lightweights. This is going to be explosive. These, I mean, there's going to be a hundred plus shots per round. You know, you don't see that in heavyweight fights. And these guys are uh, sick. Uh, 
I mean, on the ground and stand up. So yeah, I paid my sixty four bucks. You know, I had, <laughs> had some tra- you know some trouble tuning it in there on ESPN. Like, I don't know. I need some caller to call in right now explain ESPN to me because I have ESPN <laughs> Plus. I get the premium, but then the other stuff's on ESPN2, which I don't pay for, and then I got to go back to ESPN Plus. Like, can you just settle on a channel? Okay. How much money do I got to pay to watch the damn fight? All right. Quit it. But it's going to be a great fight tonight. A couple of female fighters coming up tonight that I'm keeping my eye on. Uh, um, uh, Junior DeSantos is going to be on the prelim card uh, for heavyweight. Oh. He's one of my favorites. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but it, it's pretty much a uh, light uh, and middleweight type card tonight. So it'll be very action-packed. I mean, and that's what Dana White was doing during COVID, was putting together exciting fights to try to pull over some of the boxing fans. Crap. Uh, you, you know, and football fans, because no other football. sports were cracking off, you know, and he's done a really good, like, I can't take anything from him as a matchmaker. The guy does a good job there, but I just yeah. don't like how they're all sitting fat and pretty. It's like COVID. Oh, we're all in this together. Well, bullshit. Like some of you guys are driving yeah. yachts. Some got little fishing boats. Some got mm-hmm. you know, no land to stand on. Like, yeah, we're all in the same store together, but we got different boats. So you don't mm-hmm. be coming at me when I'm in my little kayak and telling me to weather the storm when you're sitting on a, a yacht with servants. You know what yeah. I mean? And and that's that's all there is to it. I mean, yeah, we're all going through the same stuff. But tonight will be an action-packed card. He's put it together. Um, yeah, I mean, light and middleweight stuff all night long, um, just action-packed. So it'll be phenomenal. Great, great. Bob, Bob, when you when you watch fights, when when, when they get here, I mean, I mean, you 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 are, I mean, you, we've been in it. Do you like? And, and I don't want to make it sound crazy, but when somebody, I mean, I mean, we we all been through it, and when you've been through certain things, you can laugh at certain things. To be honest, I laugh at and, everything. <laughs> Thank you. And I, I didn't want to feel bad being the only one, me and Todd. Because somebody, I mean, let, let me tell you something. Somebody, like, you get hit, I'm going to laugh. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, I've been hit, and I've been struck, and I've been dizzy. I've been, you know, I've never been knocked out. By, but I've been, you know, and I haven't been to the level you've been, obviously. But, I mean, when you've been through something, and you can kind of laugh at people. And a time, it's a not, war is a war. Uh, that, so don't Thank compare you. a war to a different war, all right? So you've been <laughs> in a war, and I still yeah. love you, all right? It don't matter. Levels of war. War is war. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, getting through it is getting through it. I mean, it's simple as that. Either you do or you don't. Yep, yep. But, but yeah, guys, I watched we're up stuff, uh... my, my whole thing, oh. Uh, uh, at the end of the time, because if you can't laugh at yourself, you're part of the problem. All right, because oh, Lord, I mean, yeah. everything's comical. You know what I mean? Everything's For funny, everything. man. And that's the thing. Like people meet me. I'm I'm six two, two eighty, uh, bald goatee, but I hug everybody. You know what I mean? Because I've mm-hmm. I've beat down some a lot of people in my life to where I feel bad. Yeah. So now I'm all about love yeah. and kindness. You know, and 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 that's and so real. like sometimes. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I just think there needs to be more love in the world because I've seen the ugly side of stuff, you know, and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and fighters that put themselves through that, you know, that's why I love uh, working with, you know, the wounded warriors and stuff because, like, they've uh-huh. been through actual war, and I will teach you how to fight again. You know what I mean? Don't ever hey. think, call yourself out. I can teach anybody uh-huh. how to whoop ass, you know? And, uh, yeah, and so – you know, like Dr. Chris, I know he's a fighter. He's in the hospital working it out uh-huh. right now. And we were watching these fights. You know, I critique it. I have a good time. You know, I see the openings where they could be. I can tell, like, exactly. uh, back in the day, like, uh, you know, uh, I, I, I got one of my old – I you know, haven't seen her in, like, six years since I shut down the gym. She joined the Marines. But one of my undefeated uh, female fighters is over tonight for the Washington uh-huh. UFC. And I haven't got a chance to talk to her and meet her husband yet. But I'm stoked. And, and uh, like, her whole thing, too, like, you know, uh, the first time you're up, you know, for a big fight – I come at you super hard and knock the tar out of you because that's what you need to expect. You, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, because <laughs> at that point, there ain't no love. You know what I mean? It ain't sparring anymore. Now I'm coming at you 
like a man, you know, and and that changes everybody. So everyone yeah. out there, keep 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 fighting the good fight. Much love to everybody. Yep, yep. All right, Bob. Appreciate that. Thanks Bob. very much for everything. I hope everything goes well with your fight tonight, and uh, enjoy your your crowd. We appreciate your being on, even though that uh, you've had a full house there and been dealing with other things. Oh, but uh, as always, uh, you were well prepared, and we we really appreciate it. Hey, thanks, Ty. Thanks, Frank. I'll talk to you guys next week. God bless. Okay. Take care. Z, you want to lead us out? Uh, sure enough, man. Uh, definitely another wonderful. Definitely another <laughs> wonderful show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll get it right. Um, definitely another wonderful. <laughs> definitely another wonderful show. Uh, I want to thank Bob, and Bob has a full house, and I know how that is. Um, I hope he has fun and everything. Uh, I want to thank you, Butch. I want to thank all my Fighting Words family, especially Dr. Chris. Let's keep him definitely in our prayers. Um, These shows are in memory of Bob and Coach Mel. Anyone wants to hear any Fighting Words, please do call. Again, ladies and gentlemen, these these stories are brought to you each and every day of the week with grateful appreciation of the men and women of the United States Armed Forces. Men and women of police and fire services, and the men and women of health services. They are real heroes out there today, the first responders. Um, when you're out there and you see somebody in, in a uniform or you're out there and see somebody without a mask, please ask them to wear their mask. Um, it's, it's very important for everybody. Uh, if we can just get everybody to wear a mask for a while, a very short time, uh, this thing could be over in a very short time. These, dedicated, these programs are dedicated to those who have lost their lives in the line of duty. Deputy Robert Anthony Carroll, Patrolman David Curtis, Patrolman Jeffrey Colcat, Sergeant Thomas Batinger, Patrolman Jeffrey Yazowitz, Detective Randy Bell, Detective Ricky Childress, San Diego Officer Mike Henler, Lieutenant Mike Zerber, Newcastle County Police, Patrolman and Officer Chrisman, Lakeland PD, uh, Chief Al Hogo, Long Key Police Department, Chief Jimmy Ford, Wilmington Fire Department, Highway Patrolman Alonzo Moses, Philadelphia Highway Patrol. Highway Patrol and Brian Lazaro, Philadelphia Highway Patrol. Highway Patrol and Brian Murphy, Plymouth Township Highway Patrol. <clears throat> Lieutenant Bob Neary, Philadelphia Fire Department. Sergeant Mike Wilson, Charlotte County Sheriff's Department. Deputy Chief Mike Godwin, Philadelphia Fire Department. Deputy Jonathan Scott Pine, Orange County Sheriff's Department. Patrolman Robert Germain, Windermere, Florida Police Department. Trooper Chelsea Richards, Florida Highway Patrol. Lieutenant Joyce Craig Lewis, Philadelphia Fire Department. Patrolman Charlie Connett, Del- the Tarpon Springs Police Department, Highway, uh, <clears throat> Hillsborough County Deputy Sheriff Charlie Cotlow, Sergeant James O'Connor, Philadelphia Police Department, Delaware State Trooper Sergeant Rodney Bond, Captain Chris Leach, Wilmington Fire Department, Lieutenant Jerry Ficus, Wilmington Fire Department, Lieutenant Ardeth Hope, Wilmington Fire Department, F.D. Lee, Special Inspector Vinny Galaccio, Delaware State Trooper Corporal Stephen Ballard, Kissimmee Patrol Officer Matt Baxter, Kissimmee Sergeant Sam Howard, Captain Matt Letourneau, Philadelphia Fire Department, Deputy Bill Gentry, Highland County Sheriff's Department, Deputy Clay Zerber, Clay County Sheriff's Department, Deputy Natalie Corona, L.A. County Sheriff's Department, Deputy April Rodriguez, Pasco County Sheriff's Department, Officer Bob McKetchen, Biloxi, Kentucky Police Department, and Trooper Joe Bullock, Florida Highway Patrol. My brothers and sisters, although you may be 10-7 at this point in time, at some time we'll be 10-10 at the table of the Lord. Until that time, may the rose rise up to meet you. May the winds be always at your back. May the rains fall softly on your fields and the sun shine lightly on your face. Until we meet again, may the good Lord keep you and your families always in the palm of his hand. Good night. God bless. And Chris, please, uh, if you have a, have, a, have a chance this week, ladies and gentlemen, please have a good thought or say a prayer for Dr. Chris's recovery. Shemarek <laughs> ma'yilama